0: Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Aaron Rafferty. Aaron Rafferty is the CEO of Standard Dow and co founder of Battle Packs, a subsidiary of Standard Dow. Aaron unlocks value for individuals, institutions, and companies by leveraging technologies like blockchain, AI, cloud, and social media. Aaron's primary focus is to build products that enhance engagement and productivity for college students. Rafferty has been featured in several publications, including Benzinga, Investor's Business Daily, International Business Times, and more. Well, good afternoon, Aaron. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Brian. Absolutely. Appreciate you making the time. I know you're hailing out of the great state of California there in Orange County, kind of my old stomping grounds. I know we've got a couple hour difference, but I still appreciate you making the time jumping on the show. So thanks again, Aaron. Absolutely. So Aaron, jumping right into the questions here, we've got a good few questions here and we'd like to get your story out to to our audience, but uh, let's talk about your background in behavioral research. You were an investor, a serial entrepreneur. Now you're the CEO of Standard Dow and co-founder of Battle Packs. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, the start for me was really always about people and how I could make an impact in the lives of people. That started out with health. I've always felt that health was a big part of my kind of impact in in the world. It's my mom was a great cook. I, I started out cooking. I started on a path uh, trying to understand the human body and uh, more prevention rather than treatment. Right. And from there, that got me into technology and how technologies, especially, you know, in 2016, 17, 18, I'm doing research on how technologies could actually impact in a positive way the health of people. Digital therapeutics, this was a new and exciting space at the time. And today it's it's pretty well known. But that was really my entrance into the space of technology and people. And from there, uh, it it really didn't stop. And I quickly kept moving through tech cycles and innovation and found my niche with Standard and and the team at Standard. Really, uh, I have two co-founders and we have, you know, formed... Uh, quite a bond to be able to bring a product as well as a community that really focuses on impacting people and impacting the lives of people through technology and innovative practices and 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 also thought. You know, a, a lot of technology is is just saying, you know, I think we could do this better. I think that the traditional ways of doing things that they could be much better and and better for people. Right, I think you know. There's a lot of technology out there, but a human centered approach on really how we can benefit people. That's really at the core of everything that I do, and and it's what you know excites me every day to get up. You know, I don't go to work. I I love what I do, and and that's really how I bring that out, especially with our teams and even in partners and in life.
0: Love it. And I love the passion and I can always tell when you've got a entrepreneur on the podcast here and they really talk about the love of not the work, but the love of the things that they're building and contributing back to the world or society. So that's awesome. And we can hear it in your voice. Trust me. So love that. Aaron, switching gears a little bit, you and your companies are involved in a lot of emerging tech, right? Can you talk to us about the pros and cons of using AI in education and tech?
1: Yes, great question. It's one that is at the core of a lot of conversations uh, especially with researchers uh, in institutions, you know, faculty grades of all levels, uh, parents, big issues and and positives in parents i think there's a lot of concern uh, about ai with parents and also students you know there's actually it's kind of mixed with students some students are are wanting to use these tools and some don't feel that it's actually right to do so so a little bit about You know, my background and what we're doing with Standard, we actually we have a subsidiary called Battle Packs and Battle Packs actually has a large community of uh, college as well as high school students that we work to build not only technology, but also a platform for where they can make their voices heard. And with the technology that we look at, we're actually building AI tools that make the education experience not only faster, but also just more enhanced in general, right? So if I'm in my class, and I want to have a more hands on experience in class, but I'm worried about the test at the end of the month, it's really to my detriment that I can't Really focus on the topic or the lesson, and so what we're seeing with AI tools today is that you know you can bring a recording or you can bring some of this information that is held in that classroom, and really it's it's that IP that these these institutions are they either have or they're generating, and it, it starts with the classroom, it starts at the the level of the the teacher, the professor, and their interaction with students, and now you have the ability as a student. Now I can take that information and I can reorganize it so that it's more tangible to me, right? It's almost having like a tutor. I think that going to see, especially next year, I think every student they're out for summer break now, but next year we're going to see a whole new blossoming of uh, personal tutors that we just never had the opportunity teachers don't have the bandwidth for this. There's not enough enough capability from the student affairs side to put these things together. But now everyone's going to have a personal tutor in their pocket, and it's going to curate this content and these lessons to the students. Now, on the flip side, you're also having probably the most generic essays that we've ever had, you know, when it's done with AI, you know, when this content and this information, or even these different, you know, outputs that we're getting from these students when it's done with AI, right? And the detriment of that is that the student is not learning if they're just relying on an AI tool to create their essay for them, or to do the research on a project. And the teacher is inundated with even more information that now there is very little value to that education for the student and for the teacher. And there's very little feedback. So there's two ways that it could go. One where it's really enhancing that process and the other where it's it's really taking away from it. And we are looking to push it you know, towards the former and push it in a way where learning again becomes dynamic. You know, as an entrepreneur, you learn by doing, you learn by failing a lot. And I think with AI tools, we can help students and teachers really streamline that process of failing in learning.
0: Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate that. And I love the, really the, not the stomping grounds, but you have that community of students that are there to really be that test bed for all the stuff that you're doing with AI and education. I think that's awesome. So thank you. And Aaron, we want to dive just a tad deeper into emerging tech, maybe in your tech stack. Is there anything you're able to share with us today?
1: Yes, there are a few things. And when when I talk about how, you know, the personalized tools that that students can be leveraging, I think a lot of the technology on the on the market today it's really a, a summarized ChatGPT, right? I think a lot of it is is a kind of putting some lipstick on an existing tool. And for that same reason there's also you might create something on top of ChatGPT or or a similar application. And in a month, OpenAI has launched its update and everything's obsolete. And so it's really important to be thinking about the things that OpenAI, they've enabled, I think for everyone, right? That's why Microsoft invested in them because they went past what Microsoft was doing. But thinking about what these large language models are giving the capabilities to, And then thinking about the industries that this technology is not being used in. And this is kind of like the fundamental approach and not only not being used in, but is so could be so powerful for. And so to give kind of like an example, one of the things and one of the markets that we're going into and finding a lot of value in is if you look at anything that has to do with a deal by deal basis where essentially you're, you're building technology that is connecting people and that's that's really what a deal is. And so if you think about transaction based opportunities, you have deals in real estate, you have in business brokerage and we already see this in Japan, a major business broker, I'm um, actually a young guy. he was 32 and he started his company in 2018, brought on some AI tech in 2022. And now they're number one in Japan, they're the number one business broker because they're they figured out how to leverage this technology to match the business owners or sellers to the folks that wanted to buy it. And in a lot of time, it came down to identifying those key characteristics from the sellers that made them more likely to sell to a given individual or business. And, and we're doing similar things. We're finding similar value in matching you know, people to opportunities, and connecting people in different spaces.
0: I really love that because, and you obviously know that is when there's a market for your product there, right? That's the way to go. But when you're trying to develop something or a market, you think that's out there doesn't always work, right? That's not your point. You probably know that, but I appreciate you sharing. And I think that's awesome that we can leverage the technologies these days to help us dial that in. And that's awesome. Thank you, Aaron. Last question of the evening. Could you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either tech or entrepreneurship?
1: Yes. If you are in early in your career, haven't started or currently working in a job today and, and see all of this very exciting development of technology and seemingly opportunities even in a recession right i think there's a lot of opportunity today that people think that this technology is extremely inaccessible when it's actually quite the opposite there's never been more ability for someone to enter this space the space of technology the space of really anything especially when it you're leveraging and able to leverage ai and leveraging ai could be as simple as you can teach yourself With AI by using it to be your tutor on a given subject. And really, I think for any young entrepreneur that wants to go out into the world today, the biggest thing that I could suggest is making your story public and really giving everyone else the ability to see what you are doing, how you're doing it, and why you're doing it. And really understanding that yourself So that when you do go out and create something amazing, there's been a group, if not, you know, thousands or tens of thousands of people eventually that have followed you on your journey and can see and see really how your passion started and has developed over time so that when you do actually have a product to sell, you have your first buyers, right? There's a big part to play in the value of community. And it's more accessible to build your community today than it really ever has been with the connectivity that we have online.
0: Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate the share on that. And again, we have a large audience that loves to listen to how people, again, started their career or got into one industry or another or or launched their own business. So thank you again. And it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thanks so much, Brian. It was definitely a pleasure. And I really appreciate
1: what you guys are doing. Bye for now.